Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. I can hardly wait to tell you guys we have a new website www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com there you will find all the links to our courses the podcast and more again that's www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Hey everybody, Janine here. I wanted to just interrupt to tell you guys more about our upcoming course, Plan, Create, Launch, land and grow your health writing business. If 2020 is your year to shine, you're ready to launch, you're done in the healthcare world, I want you guys to come on into the course. Right now, I am hoping to launch it by March 1st and it's well on its way. But if you want in earlier, all you have to do is go to Growth Lab, G-R-O-W-T-H-L-A-B, thesavvyscribepodcast.com. There you will see everything about the course, what to know, what's in every module, and all about the pricing. So you can get there now and see how to get on the wait list so I can give you updates as we go along. Hello, Savvy Scribes. How are you today? I am here today with Amanda. Amanda, welcome to the show. Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me. How do you say your last name before I butcher it totally? It's Gorneri. Gorneri. Nice. Well, Amanda is a mom, a nurse practitioner, and a CEO founder of The Resume Rx, where she helps nursing professionals find and land their dream jobs through resume and career strategy. She's passionate about helping nurses curate their own nursing careers to fit in with their personal life goals. You live right outside of New York City with your husband and three young daughters. How old are they? How old are the kids? Um, let's see. The twins are three and a half. The and, twins. Yes. And the new baby is four months. Oh my gosh. You are a busy mama. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. How was Christmas with them? Oh, it was great. I feel like chaotic. It had to be like yes. nuts. <laughs> yes. Three-year-old Christmas though is like the first year where they really get it, but they still want all the presents. So they would oh, open yeah. something and say, mom, I want more presents. Where's the next present? So I hear, I hear four-year-old Christmas is a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm an identical twin myself. I knew that. Yeah. I love it. Are they identical? No, they're fraternal. My twin has twins that are fraternal and I, everybody always said when I was pregnant with my kids, oh, don't you want twins? I'm like, nope. I love, <laughs> I love being a twin, but I do not want them because between like zero and two, it's just like nuts. And yes. then, then like 
you're at a good age now. They, they probably do play a little bit together, but, and that's what I enjoy about my niece and nephew. They do enjoy each other a lot and it's just, they're, they're going to be nine in February, but it's, it's so fun to watch them grow together to have yeah. somebody. It's definitely crazy. My husband and I are both only children. So oh, from gosh. the get-go, <laughs> we're definitely out of our element. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So today with Amanda, we are going to be talking all about, what are we going to be talking about? Amanda, what are you telling us about today? Well, I'm telling you about my career uh, in resume writing. Yes. Awesome. How did you start that career path? What was your career path up until this point? So. I am a nurse practitioner, but I took a little bit of a non-linear path. I actually went to undergrad uh, and studied liberal arts. So I have degrees in Italian literature and violin performance. Um, so I made a big pivot. And while I was studying in Italy my junior year of college, I was able to see you know, the bigger picture of my life and decided that I really wanted to be in the healthcare field. So um, my senior year of college, I applied to master's entry nurse practitioner programs, uh, and I got into school. I relocated for school. Uh, I went to a pretty rigorous Ivy League program full-time, and I graduated in 2011 as a nurse practitioner. Is that where you put on your questions pre-interview about Yale? Is that where you yes. went? Yes. Oh, you smarty pants. Wow. <laughs> I wow. try not to, I don't really tell a lot of people. Oh my God, <laughs> brag away. <laughs> That's an no, amazing kind accomplishment. Of That's an amazing accomplishment. Thank you. Holy cow. So um, after graduating, I spent a couple years figuring out where my home was clinically. I, I obviously didn't have a ton of nursing experience, so I hadn't been exposed to a lot of specialties. And eventually I found myself thriving in the emergency department. So I've actually worked in emergency medicine for the past six years. But after the twins were born in 2016, it was another opportunity for me to evaluate the bigger picture. So I wanted to figure out what life would look like for me as a professional and as a mom. And that's when I started to explore things that I could do that still used my nursing degree, but also some other interests that allowed me to be home more. So that's when I started looking into writing and freelance writing. So I initially started in a broad kind of medical writing niche. I uh, wrote some continuing education courses and did some essays. And then eventually I was kind of smacked in the face with the business idea of helping other nurses with resumes. Nice. What made you think about that though? Did a nurse come to you? Did you just see it as a gap? So I was actually scrolling through one of my NP Facebook groups and someone had posted, you know, looking for an example of a resume. They were really struggling. And that was always something that came easily to me. So I didn't recognize it as a need right away. But once I noticed this post with all the comments of people saying, yeah, following, I needed an example too. I'm really struggling. Yeah, I started searching the Facebook groups that I was a part of. Um, and overwhelmingly, there were posts almost daily about people needing a resume writer or needing help with their resume. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is something that I can, this is a gap that I can really fill. This is something that every nursing professional needs, but it seems like nobody really likes to do it. So you don't learn it in nursing school. No, you don't. Um, so that's when I realized, you know, not only is there a gap here for a service that I can provide directly, but there's also a gap that I can fill by teaching people how to do this. 
Now, how did you learn? Um, gosh, I don't even know. I, I, it's just one of those things where I was just always a gifted writer in school. So it, it just came naturally when it was time for me to write my own resumes and, you know, applying to Yale, I had to have a very detailed CV of my non-nursing background. I had to have a detailed personal essay. So I did a lot of research while applying to these programs to make sure that I was really standing out. Um, So, you know, I was really kind of self-taught, I guess you could say, but I had a really great track record. Every resume that I had written had led to some sort of interview or recognition or something. So I knew that it was a skill that I, that I had that I felt obligated to share with others. That's great. That's great. So um, what's the best piece of advice that you could give about either starting your own business, you know, like how old were the twins when you were like, like, were you like at home on maternity leave going, yeah, life's crazy. I think I need to do something (laughs) different. Or was were they a little older and you went back to work and you then decided like, no, I need, I think I need to be home more. Yeah. So I, I took four months off after they were born. And when I went back to work, I was working full time still. And after several months, I was thinking, wow, this is really, this is really crazy. I'm not, I'm not being the best professional I want to be and I'm not being the best mom I want to be. So it was actually when they were a year that I started writing and I I started a hobby blog that wasn't medical at all. It was, you know, more personal. And I started writing some personal essays about motherhood that I would submit to different sites um, for publication. And then I started to explore, okay, well, how could I make money from writing? Um, And that's when I started kind of being broad about freelance writing. Um, But as I was learning, I kept hearing messages like, you know, niche down, find your ideal audience to kind of have a successful, a more successful business. So I took that message and really started to think about it. Um, So the biggest piece of advice I would have for someone who's just starting or growing their own business is to figure out your audience Um, and then design your business around what your audience wants, not necessarily what you think they want. Good. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely a good idea. I think too, a good thing you, and it's like you stumbled upon the resume building thing, but you can, you can look in big groups. um, If you're targeting nurses or if you're targeting moms or if you're targeting anybody Try and see where those questions are, where those people are really looking or asking. What are they asking? And again, like it might not be what you think it is. It usually isn't actually. And even, you know, building my business, it's the same thing. Like I usually craft a lot of my episodes and a lot of my course content around what people have asked me now, because I feel like I'm kind of further ahead now and you have to go back to the basics to realize wait, how did I do this again? Or what are the basic questions that people are asking? Yeah. And I feel that's really hard to do, especially when you're becoming an expert in your field. I, there's this saying that I repeat a lot. It's not mine, but you can't read the label from inside the jar. And I feel like that yes. sums up perfectly like the challenge of figuring out the information to give. Like Once you know who your audience is, in order to figure out the information that they want, you're likely going to have a much higher level thinking of what you think they want when they really want the basics. Right. You're exactly right. So in 
one of the questions too, pre-interview, I asked you, um, what are things you, you think that you might be an expert in? And one of them was the active versus passive job search. Explain what that means. Do you guys love what you're hearing? Why don't you join me in our group on Facebook? It's a closed group for those that have to answer questions and get in, but it's the Savvy Scribe Collective over on Facebook. You can visit our website, www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com to also get a link. See you in the collective. I'll just say it like that. Sure. So this is one of the big messages that I um, preach on my platform, I guess you could say. And, and I think it has to do with the digital age that we're in. So in my opinion, passive job searching is opening up job boards online, whether it's, you know, Indeed or Monster or Glassdoor, any of these common job boards and scrolling and looking for the job that you want to apply to. So in my opinion, that's very passive. You can sit back on your computer, you can point, click and send, you know, in seconds, you can apply to any job. So think about an hour of applying to job openings. You could probably apply to, you know, a hundred jobs in an hour just by pointing and clicking. So I find that to be a pretty passive process. So what I try to encourage nursing professionals to do is to be more active in their job search, which starts with first figuring out where they want to work. So what specialty they want to work in, what location, what setting, and then making a list of ideal places that they want to work and reaching out to those places directly or researching those places without even knowing whether or not they have job openings. Um, And part of that can be done online. Part of that can be done through networking and um, in-person events, that type of thing, but leveraging different types of connections to make sure that you are being more proactive as opposed to just sitting back and applying online. It is interesting. It is about who you know more than anything else. It truly is. And yeah, I think those jobs that are posted on those job boards, there's just so much, it, it is so easy that anyone applies in a sense of they may not even read the entire job description. So then some HR person is you know, sifting through all those. And it, it takes a long time. Whereas if you do reach out directly or you start to network people in your area or wherever you're looking to work, it's definitely a leveraging, you'll, you'll get there faster, if anything. Absolutely. And, you know, the reality is not all actual job openings are posted online. Either some places may not have the budget to post on these job boards. Some places may know that they have someone leaving a position and haven't yet advertised. And that's that's really the opportunity to get in um, in a place where you want to work is when the job hasn't even been posted yet. And I read a statistic that something like 20% of available jobs are posted online, but something more than 75% are filled by referral as opposed to being filled by these job boards. So that's a huge gap, like a huge percentage. It is. Yeah. And so then it creates this false sense of oversaturation. If this is the only method, if you're only looking at jobs online and you're not getting any callbacks, you know, you're applying to a small percentage of the actual jobs and you're competing against a large percentage of applicants. So 
uh, it's really it's really not an effective method in my opinion. Interesting. So if I was to apply for a job in 2020, now that we're in 2020, compared to applying for a job in 1995, how would my resume look nowadays? Does it look any different than it did in the 90s? Yeah, a little bit. Um, (laughs) From a design perspective, I like to encourage people to make sure that their head, um, their header, meaning their name is big and bold and features their credentials. Um, But another big difference that I see in modern resumes compared to 1995 resumes is that the objective section has been a bit reinvented. So resumes used to include an objective section where you would say something like new graduate nurse seeking to develop nursing skills in a med surge position or something of that nature. You would say what your objective was. But this day and age, you really want to showcase your value and show what you're going to bring to an employer, not just what your objective is. Because the reality is it's not all about what you want. It's what it's about what the employer wants as well. So finding a way to summarize your intentions, your goals, your value, and your background in a few lines can be really powerful, especially because you don't have a lot of time for people to read your resume. There's some statistic like hiring managers spend less than 15 seconds looking at a resume before they make a decision to read more or to move on. Interesting. Yeah, no, I've heard that statistic as well. Um, Wow, that's very interesting. And I I almost think like, wow, what would my resume look like now? I haven't even touched mine and I don't even know how long. And I think I think that's the same for like a lot of people who have been at a job for a long time. If you were to reapply somewhere, it, it would have to you'd have to almost start over. Like <laughs> it's it's interesting that you so where can where can people find you? What if I wanted to hire you to write my resume because I haven't touched it in so many years? Well, you can do that. <laughs> um, so I, um, the two places that I live online would be my website, which is theresumerx.com. And on Instagram is my most popular and fun um, social platform. And that's at theresumerx. That's interesting that it's on Instagram. That, yeah. That's where your people are. Yes. Well, my people tend to be um, new graduates, so new graduate uh-huh. nurses, new graduate nurse practitioners, um, because those are the people who are really struggling with figuring out how to write a resume. Um, and those people tend to be on Instagram. So that was another, that's another writing business tip is to be where your, your people ideal customer yeah. yeah. So um, I do get a fair amount of Facebook traffic as well, um, but it tends to be from a crowd that's a little bit more advanced in their career. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what about LinkedIn? Do you do you have clients on LinkedIn? Do you suggest people use that as a resume platform as well or more of a social networking thing? I 100% recommend being on LinkedIn professionally and socially um, for networking, but also for job seeking. And actually, it's funny, I'm, I'm now practicing what I preach because maybe about two months ago, I started to step up my LinkedIn game. So I made sure that my profile was nice and optimized. And um, 
I've been connecting with more people and asking former clients to connect, that type of thing. And uh, I actually I recently moved to the area that I'm living now. And one of the two job interviews that I went on before making a decision was a um, position that I found on LinkedIn. So I think that it's certainly valuable to connect with other professionals, but also with potential hiring managers. Are you um, still working clinically? So I recently signed a job offer and I'm in the credentialing process right now with an emergency department here in the greater New York area. So that's awesome. Yeah. But um, because I now have three young kids and I have a (laughs) thriving business, uh, this is going to be a per diem job, which is totally fine with me. It's a, that's exactly what I have been looking for. So I want to be able to kind of keep my head in the game from a clinical standpoint, but also have time to do the other things that are important to me. You just enjoy it. You still just enjoy clinical. Yes. And I, I find that the less that I work, the more I enjoy it, which is, I'm not sure a good or a bad thing. <laughs> I hear you. Truth, I hear you. Because so. <laughs> I, still, I still work clinically in the OB department. It's, it's truly, I still love my patients. And like you said, I like to keep my head in the game clinically as well because I, I still like it. I guess when I don't like it anymore is when I really just won't work. But like you said, like PRM, per diem, definitely a good idea. Definitely a good idea. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're right. Whenever you don't like it anymore is a sign that you can move on to something else. And But you got a backup. Okay. You got right. a nice thriving business, like you said. Exactly. exactly. Well, very good. I appreciate you so much being on our show today and helping our writers find clarity to find their ideal customer. I think it's going to be very valuable, the information you gave us. Well, it's my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.